Welcome to yeah, another episode of Island Time. Island Time. What do you think this is? The third or fourth date night? I think it's the third um third official one. I think there was one that I thought I was bailing on, but then I kind of queued in like halfway through. So I wonder, should we count that one? Uh, I count it. Remember the one where it was just you and Big Mac at first, and we were talking about hitting game gems when I finally did pop in? Yeah, I remember that one. I don't know. So yeah, it might be the, it's the third in my opinion, but we'd have to go back and look. It's our 21st episode though right now, isn't it? It is the 21st. 21st episode. Dr. Big Mac is not here with us because he's actually being assembled into a Big Mac at McDonald's as we speak and being fed to the children of America. Yeah, it's pretty noble. I'm happy for him. That's a pretty noble thing he does. But he's a doctor, so you got to trust him. Who do you think his replacement would be? Professor Whopper? Professor Whopper. Yeah. Okay, hold up. No, I don't know. Actually, what is better? The Whopper or the Big Mac? Dude, I got to say the Whopper. McDonald's you think the Whopper's better? Yeah, McDonald's is better with fries, but Burger King has the better, like, main nah. burger. That's where I'll disagree with you. That's where I'll disagree with you. Not on the burger. I'm with you on the burger. I definitely think the burger is better than the Big Mac. What I'm talking about is the fries. The fries fries at Burger King. No, no, no. What? I disagree. The fries are better at Burger King too, man. Really? Yeah. I don't fuck with the McDonald's fries, man. They're too... Like back in the day when they used to cook them right and salt them enough. Now they either don't salt them at all or they're too soggy too small they're underdone or overdone there used to be good fries at mcdonald's but now I, I i definitely like i definitely like burger king's fries better they're they're bigger like they're a bigger cut but they're still kind of like a shoestring style but they have just enough seasoning on them and they're always fresh and you just crunch into these nice hot salty fries and man uh, burger king all around is just better than mcdonald's I, I could see that, but I don't know. If you get good McDonald's fries where, like, most of them are crispy, but you get that one that's, like, all wiggly, that is the way to I, go. Yeah, I do like the wiggly one because it's a little bit saltier. Yeah. yeah. The wiggly one is always so rewarding in the pack. You're right. You don't really get the wiggly ones with, with Burger King. No, with Burger King, I always find they're, like, firm, which isn't a bad thing. Yeah, okay, I know what you mean. Yeah, they're crunchy that way. They are firm, yeah, yeah, on the outside, yeah, for sure. Always firm. It's never... And plus, with that size of a fry, if it was soggy, it wouldn't even be enjoyable. Yeah, it'd be like eating an undercooked potato. <sighs> well, so, yeah, the McDonald's fries are good, but what about McDonald's poutine? Uh, see, I hate the poutines, honestly. See, that's what I thought, because they don't have good fries, Dang. in my defense. I mean, it's... I don't understand what why they made the poutine. It's so not good. Yeah, I don't know why they made poutine either. To be honest, dude. Like I, when it first came out, I said, "Well, me and Philpot got it," and we were like, "Yeah, this is pretty okay." But it's like, if you if I go to McDonald's, I'll have ketchup over the gravy and cheese. Fair enough. 
<clears throat> I don't even like real poutine, to be honest. Really? Yeah, man. I mean, it's like... But is there is there a place that you would prefer to go, though, if you were going to have to have poutine? If I was going to have to have poutine, I would probably see if I could get, like, dressing on it instead. Oh, yeah, like a a loaded poutine. No, yeah. no, like Chess's. Chess's has a great poutine. I've I'll never tried the poutine. What, what I'll get, like, if I go there, like the fish and chips, fries, gravy, dressing. Right. You don't like cheese, though? What's wrong with cheese? I, I just don't like it on my fries. Mmm. Okay. Yeah, Especially I can respect once that. Like, once it starts to, like, harden. Yeah. No, I can respect that. Fries, dressing, and gravy alone isn't technically a poutine, but it is delicious. Yeah, what's the worst thing you've ever eaten at, like, a fast food place? Mmm. I think the worst thing that I've ever eaten at a fast food place... Well, so, like, food item or just, like, the worst time I've had? Food item. Sorry about me yawning. <laughs> I think the worst food item I've had at a fast food restaurant would have to be... See, I, I can't think of really an item, but I can think of a couple times where, like, I almost got food poisoning at specific places. What's here? Because Just because the burgers were, like, underdone and then, like, especially greasy and it just did not sit well. That was at Wendy's and Harvey's, actually. Harvey's, when they first opened, and probably the cooks didn't know what they were doing, so the burger, I probably did have food poisoning. And then Wendy's, another time... It was just too greasy this one day. They just like dropped the burger into the deep fryer basket and picked it up and put it in. Shut up. How do you do that? I swear. I swear that that's must have been what happened because there's no other way to make a burger that greasy unless you like shit on it. Like it was just a terrible burger. Man, believe it or not, I've never had Harvey's. Yeah, I had it once when they first opened and never again since, but I've, I've, I've heard good things about them. I have heard good things about them. Man, I'll say this, try the worst one I've ever had. Have you ever been to a Five Guys? I still haven't gone, no. And so they have this one option where instead of getting a bun, you can get, like, lettuce outside your burger. So oh, I really? said, hey, I'll try this out. Man, mm. was it a terrible decision. The whole thing was falling <laughs> apart. Like, juices going everywhere. Yeah, I can see that. For some not, reason. Not I can... so much of a horror story, but never mm. again. That's because people got obsessed over not eating bread. So like, oh yeah, look at me. I'm eating a burger with just lettuce as the buns. Like who cares? Yeah, Jesus right. Christ. The bread's not that bad. I mean, some people actually cannot eat bread because they're like uh, celiac or something. Is that what it is or something? I'm not really they sure. Can't, some people can't eat gluten or something and there's gluten in bread. There is gluten-free breads, but maybe not at a lot of fast food places. So maybe that's the what the lettuce is all about. Possibly. I could be wrong. I, I have no idea because I, I can eat gluten no problem. I, a lot of yeah. people do have the problem where they can't though. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Which would suck because like bread Dude, is, that is pretty cool. Dude, it's I, like I'd live so without important. it, but <sighs> I still am without an oven right now, by the way. That's the thing oh. that's new with me. How about a new with me thing? Check this out. Our oven has been broken and so this is gonna, it's going to sound like it's not a new thing because I'm going to say our oven has been broken for like almost two months now. 
So that's not new. But what is new is that we have a replacement element that's the incorrect size on the way. And I swear if I need to hire like a journeyman welder just to make it work so we can have an oven again, I will. Because, man, I miss cooking in an oven. We've survived with like an air fryer and an instant pot and just you can we can still use the stove top so we can still like fry stuff up on the skillet which thank god for that we do have a microwave you know we have alternative options but we're talking about bread something you can't make without an oven is bread unless i don't know do you have an answer for that can we make bread without an oven well i mean you have that fire pit outside right oh yeah if Why? you got like a dutch oven you know like it's a really big iron frying pan with like a iron pot that go together. You could actually probably oh. bake it in there. Oh my god. That would be heavenly, dude. You're giving me ideas here now. No, I actually baked bread the other day. Nice. How was it? What kind of bread did you make? Multigrain? Uh, just regular bread. Okay, just white bread. Nothing wrong with that, dude. Yeah, I was making it. Then our friend, the Brazilian, actually messaged me saying, Hey, do you, do you like Fall Guys? I said, yeah. Then he said, want to play? We played a couple of rounds of Fall Guys, and we started talking hey. about, like, Black Ops 1. Then we switched to start playing Black Ops 1 Zombies. Really? Yeah, so me and Reg, we're playing with some random guy. He had a mic. Yeah. And so Reggie starts, like, asking him to add him on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> Did it work? Did he get him? No. I uh, never. I just thought that was really funny. That's pretty sweet that you got. So you guys went from playing Fall Guys to zomb Black Ops One zombies. Why Black yeah. Ops One zombies? Oh, uh, just because we both had it. Okay, fair enough. No, See, that was actually really sick. Yeah. What I actually had the opposite problem as you. So my fridge for months was busted. So mm. the fan like got frozen over in the freezer part. So the whole thing just like died. So after months of using my freezer like it was a fridge, because there's all this ice built up in it, I had the day off. I think it was Thursday. So I said, all right, that's it. I'm going to deal with this now. Then I was at that thing with a hairdryer for like two hours. Oh, shit. But a hairdryer? Yeah, dude. I took the whole inside of the freezer apart. Mmm. Damn, dude. So any solution? Well, I melted. That was the only thing I could do, honestly. But I, I melted. No, it, it did work. Oh, literally at one point I had the hairdryer on and I see the fan trying to spin. So after a little while of the hairdryer being on it, the ice had melted enough because the ice had actually gotten so much where it was like physically stopping the fan from spinning. Shit. So it, man, you have no idea how nice it's been having a working fridge and freezer. Yeah, it sounds like you had some real problems. Yeah, I would hate for that to happen. At least, you know, like at least with the stove, we could still use the the burners, and technically, we could still use the broiler, but we can't use the bake. That's a pretty essential part to the stove. I don't think I've ever broiled anything in my life. I know, right? <laughs> like, what do you broil really? Like, realistically, I, I know what it is, but I'm really trying to think of a time I would broil something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so technically, I guess a little bit of what's new was that for me. But is there anything new with you this week? Well, I told you about me playing with uh, Reg. Yeah. Uh, my fridge. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I hung out with my cousin last night. That was pretty good. Played some Mario Kart. Mario Kart, which one? Double Dash. Okay, that's that's respectable. No, nice. so that was pretty good. On emulator? No, no, on original hardware. Oh, the real shit. I, okay, I do yeah. prefer the emulator. Don't get me wrong. But you that prefer was prefer it. Yeah, man. What yeah. emulator? You can do like 4K, ultra oh. widescreen. Okay, true. Like you can play with any controller you like. So it's like so who won? He did. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. There. Oh, no worries. I was gonna say. So it's like if you prefer the PS4 controller and I prefer the Xbox One controller, we can both play using our preferred controllers. Yeah. Whereas GameCube, it's like if you want something that's not like it's a great controller, but if you want something that's not like GameCube, Mad Cats is like your only option. Hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, uh, kind of neat how you can play Double Dash with an Xbox controller, <laughs> right? Pretty cool. Pretty yeah, cool. I actually got really into downloading emulators this week too. Like I went this through the yeah, week? Like, yeah. What'd you get? That's new. I went through the entire Game Boy Advance catalog, downloaded like all the stuff I wanted. Went through the entire GameCube catalog, oh. did the same thing. Wait, hold up! Stop! Stop! Game Boy Advance emulator. What do you use? Visual Boy Advance. Visual Boy. You got to send me the link for that. There's one game that I need. And this is like the only reason I'm asking in this moment. I'm sure I will find like 200 more titles that I want once I have the emulator. But right now, I can think of one game that I would need the emulator for because I had the game physically for my Game Boy Advance. And I still have my Game Boy Advance. But the game is Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. Yeah, dude, I got that one. Nice. Such a good game, dude. Dude, Such it's actually a, a really good game. You gotta send me the link to that emulator. I need it. I could absolutely do that. No, it, it's amazing oh, how they were like, Kirby and the Amazing Mirror was like four players. I mean, you had to have enough link cables back then, but still. Yeah. Yeah, true that. Do you remember the link cables? Oh my god, I still have two link cables, I think. Man, if you wanted to play with, like, three people, <laughs> you would have to, like, have this three-way connection. Yeah, that's right. I never did have the e-reader either, actually. I had an e-reader. Did I didn't you? have any nah. cards. Honestly, the thing, it's okay. You lose yeah. one card, you can't play any of the games that you got with it. Right. So it has its downfalls anyway. Oh, it definitely does. Now, do you do you remember uh, what's it called the wireless link cable for the Game Boy Advance? Uh, no, I didn't know there was a wireless one. That sounds like too new age for that time. Holy yeah, shit. legit. It came out with Fire Red and Leaf Green. I think like oh, three shit. games made use of it because it wasn't like you could replace the link cable with them. The game had yeah. to specifically use the wireless adapter. Huh. Okay. That's marketing, though. That is terrible marketing. Marketing. Big time marketing. Yeah, it's like three games used them, and two of them were Pokemon Leaf Green and Fire Red. Did you ever see those old cameras you could plug into the Game Boy Color? And you yes, could like take I, I have one of those. Have one currently? Well, it's at my parents' place. Oh, dude, but you still have, like, technically have one. That's crazy. I don't even know where you'd buy one now. I got it at a pawn shop. Nice. Back in high school. Honestly, it's not a good quality camera. It did have a record no. for being like the world's smallest camera at one point. 
or a small yeah. digital camera. Yeah. No, what, it doesn't look like shit, but it's just like, you know, um, a little knickknack thing to have, I guess. People collect this stuff. No, what's cool about that though is you could get the Game Boy printer, and you'd actually be able to print off those photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen. That's pretty cool. Man, the amount of Game Boy peripherals that were out there are just like, I don't even understand it. Yeah, like you can't technically use the Nintendo Switch as a camera. There's no add-on piece to do that. Yeah, I was going to say, Switch doesn't have a cam... Well, I got to check out my Switch. Does this thing have a camera? I didn't think it did. Nah, it definitely doesn't. You can take screenshots of the gameplay and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. I like how they... Oh, yeah, I do like that, that too. Into it. Yeah, I love that. I like only... Mario Odyssey. I swear, I do that on two occasions. One, yeah. I accidentally press the button. And two, <laughs> Animal Crossing, whenever something big happened. True, Animal Crossing is another big moment for capturing. But yeah, I dude, I wonder how many people are guilty of accidentally pressing that button and just how many unwanted pictures are out there. Oh, dude, I can attest to that. <laughs> I had to go through my library and just delete like hundreds. Yeah, because it's like, I don't know, you're playing Mario Party and somebody keeps accidentally clicking it. Yeah, happens a lot. It happens a lot okay um but check this out check this out uh yeah so we're gonna say uh one more time mario odyssey have you beaten this game i have i have you have fully beaten the game hey no spoilers then no spoilers but because i myself and my lady just this evening beat bowser and then we got to the Mushroom Kingdom level after Bowser. That's as far as we got. So, like, did you play after Bowser, or did you just kind of... I went out to get a few more moons, but the game is kind of over at that point. But it's not. That's the thing. It got better for me, and it became more playable, actually, after I beat Bowser. Really? And I, and I will... Give some hints, but I guess if you never... Well, can you picture yourself just going and playing it, you know, a little bit further? Or are you oh, ready I can for def- I've definitely played a few times since. Like, Are, you, are you, you ready for some information then? Yes. I'll give you some information. This is the thing that makes it more playable for me. And it, in fact, it makes you want to start streaming it. Not like a, a restart playthrough, but continue playing it, but start the stream at this stage in the game. Because Mushroom Kingdom is so much alike the Mario 64 game. And then you can dress, you can buy the outfit. Yeah, you can buy the, the Super Mar- Mario 64 yes, uh, version. Mario 64 outfit, plus you can unlock a bunch of outfits once you beat the game. So I thought that was pretty sick. I love the outfit part. But they did so much to make the Mushroom Kingdom seem like it was a remake of the Mario 64. And then you can have play all the mini games on that map like there's a bunch of different like mini games on the map but not only that now you need that mario 64 costume to enter so many rooms where you go back and play like super mario bros original super mario bros you know how so many places in the game throughout the game are like 2d and you're on the wall and you're getting the coins jumping over the old mushrooms like you're in that graphic style like 2d background you go into a tunnel and you go into that yeah, i know room. what you're talking about yeah so there's a couple of game modes like that within mushroom kingdom and 
then you go in the castle and like the the mat in the floor in the middle of the castle is like that sun like the yellow sun mat with the purple like trim around it and in the castle and around the castle you know how there's these rooms you enter and there's a painting on the wall as if it was mario 64 like in mario 64 you'd go into a room there'd be a painting on the wall you jump in the painting and you beat the level yeah it's like, like a the paintings portal? yeah it's a portal so the paintings in mario odyssey in the mushroom kingdom inside the castle bring you back to old bosses and you can get to fight every boss in the game again and like it's just dude okay, that's actually kind of so cool much. i didn't know that dude they opened up so much on the mushroom kingdom map and then they get this little subtle hint that once you get more power moons then you can unlock another level and peach is missing again whoa where did peach just go well, i thought i beat the game peach is suddenly not at the castle and anymore they're like all worried vacation. about it yeah so it's like there's still a lot more playable content at that point and i just i just like the fact that they threw back a big part of it to mario 64 because that was pretty sweet and yeah just it's, it's still such a replayable game once you beat the story you could still go back get all the power moons and there's so much more to do I just don't understand why there was no downloadable content for that game afterwards. Hmm. I guess they did so much with it in the beginning. Like, they did go over the top with it, and then they probably were satisfied. They're like, okay, let's just put this to rest, because if we add any DLC, we might just make it worse. Like, we have a good thing going. Why try something and then maybe possibly have bad reviews for the DLC or mess it up or something? Like, let leave a good thing. If it ain't broke, don't try and fix it, basically. I think that's why. And they probably had a lot of other projects on the go that they were like, okay, we need to get into this now. What's the next Mario game? You know, like, let's worry about the next thing. I could see that. Bowser's Fury was the one after that. Yeah, that was good, actually. Dude, I love how many 3D levels there were. Like, especially when you compare it to Odyssey, because, like, don't get me wrong, the levels in Odyssey are fun. But it just feels, like, lacking. Yeah. Yeah, some of the levels... Some of the levels are too short and too crammed in one little area, and then the, you can get the power moons pretty quick. I noticed, but oh yeah, I never actually owned Bowser's Fury. I never actually owned that one. Yeah, I have the Wii U version, but not the updated one. It's hard mm. to justify buying uh, the same game again. Right. So I know what you mean, actually, because uh, that, I have a very good example of that. I had the Wii U, right? Yeah. And I bought it when the Switch was already out. Because I didn't have enough for the Switch, but I wanted to play like newer Nintendo titles. It was a weird idea. But I wanted to check it out. I didn't have enough for the Switch, sadly, at the time. So I was like, okay, I'll check out the Wii U because it has some similar titles. Like, you know, Mario Kart 8, yeah. but not Deluxe. And Pokemon Tournament and Super Smash, but not Ultimate. It was like a lesser Four. version of Super Smash. And um, so I had Smash Bros. And I had Pokemon Tournament. And I had... Eight. and like i had all these titles and then like a month after having the wii u i was like dude i'm just gonna get the switch what the heck i traded in the wii u towards the switch and forgot that all my wii u games weren't physical copies that i could trade in to get money back they were on a usb drive so now i just have this usb drive with three old games that i just can never play again so when i got the switch i was like fuck i already own smash bros i can't buy it again oh shit, I already own Mario Kart. I can't buy it again, even though it is deluxe. Yes, and I get it. And Ultimate, there's... But it's still the same game. So there was three titles that I refused to buy until like two 
or three years into owning the Switch, and I finally bought them, and I wish I had to done it sooner because Smash Bros. Ultimate is awesome. And it et is cetera, good. Et cetera. Yeah. I don't like what they did with the whole, you pick your stage before you pick your characters. What? No, you don't. Yes, you do. In Ultimate? Yeah. No way. Yes way. I are you sure? Are you sure, dude? Yes, they change it for competitive reasons. Hmm. Which are you I talking about like online specifically or No, no, like if you boot up your Switch right now and go mm-hmm. to like the regular Smash, it's not yeah. gonna let you uh pick the character first. Really? I could see that though, like you said, for competitive reasons, yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, because some stages you do need certain style characters, so hmm. Interesting. But that's just Smash. I mean, you can do a whole array of other game modes and stuff. Have you ever beaten Adventure in Ultimate, actually? I have not. I, uh, I, I got really far, like, into the second world, and I just don't know where I'm supposed to go anymore. It got very challenging for me, so I kind of, like, stopped on that for a minute and just beat Classic with almost every character. I got into just doing Classic with every character, because I like Classic. And I missed the Adventure from Melee. Yeah, like, Melee Adventure. Roll. Melee. Oh, shit, I forgot about how cool Adventure was in Brawl, too. But honestly, when I went from Melee to Brawl, I was disappointed. But now looking back, I'm like, okay, even Brawl's Adventure was better than this Adventure. So it's like the Adventures are actually getting worse since Melee. Well, they got rid of the entire trophy system. I know. Sad. Like, that that made me so mad because, like, those trophies were awesome. Yeah, that's really sad, actually. Melee might be... The best Smash Bros. Melee was good, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I think that 4 was really good. Mm. Like, I can't think of any, anything wrong that it did. 4. So the one that's before Ultimate. Yeah, the one on Wii U. Okay, word. It I still have like, that on the USB drive. <laughs> dude, it introduced 8, player, uh, eight players. You could use a 3DS as a controller. Right. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's another system. That's another system I still own Smash Bros on actually is the 3DS. That's funny. But didn't they take down the 3DS um online services again? Uh I think what they did was you can't put more fu- you can't buy things with a credit card in- anymore. So if you wanted to buy a game, you're going to have to go buy a card, put that on the store and use it before March 2023. Okay, so they're giving you time, but still that sucks, yeah. Which is crazy, because, like, there's so many games on 3DS that are rare, and actually sure. fairly expensive. That aren't digital copies, or that are? That, like, well, some have digital copies, some don't. Like, Metal yeah. Gear Solid, they had some copyright issue where the license for a, a piece of video they used in it was, like, they couldn't use it anymore. So they had to pull mm. it down from, like, all the online stores. The entire game, because of one video clip. Wow. You know what? I'll say it here, and I'll probably get judged for it, but I never played Metal Gear Solid. Dude, they are some pretty good games. But I will tell you one experience I've had that is a knockoff of Metal Gear Solid. Play Cell? Nope. It's on Ape Escape 3, so a game that is on PlayStation 2. And the only reason I'm remembering this in this moment is probably because I've been doing the playthroughs on Twitch of Ape Escape 3. But it's uh, once you reach a certain part in that game, 
you can unlock a mini game. It's called it's either Messel, it's like M E S A L Garasala, not M E T A L. So it's like a knockoff, and you play. Then so the main character is a monkey, and you're Snake, but the monkey is Snake, and basically you sneak around. You like hide under desks. You have like certain weapons and stuff and gear you can use to distract the other monkeys. You sneak around the map and there's certain objectives and stuff. So I imagine that's my closest experience to Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> it sounds like a weird experience, but you'll have to like after this, just if or anytime you have free time, YouTube, Ape Escape 3. Yeah, I'm actually looking Gear at Solid. it right now. Okay, word. So this is the, the only experience I've had. That's the closest thing to Metal Gear Solid. And it's probably not even anywhere close to it. Yeah, like the amount of the amount of Easter eggs that those games have is it's actually wild. Like on the GameCube remake for Metal Gear Solid 1, they mm. literally just had Yoshis all over the game. Really? Hmm. That's kind of freaky. Right? And then the codec calls with like the codec calls in Smash Bros. Brawl. Like, do you remember those? That's Mario. It would be pretty hard to find someone who doesn't know who he is, Snake. Uh-huh. Yeah. True. So, let me ask you. Is there a Metal Gear Solid on the Switch? On Switch? Yeah. No, there isn't, unfortunately. Okay, so, like, what's the most recent Metal Gear Solid game? So, the most recent one is called Metal Gear Solid Survive, but people don't really count that one. So before that would be the Phantom Pain, which is amazing. And so on what system? Oh, it's on PS4, Xbox, PC. Okay. I'll have to check it out because I do enjoy that style of game. Like I like the the spy, I like the sneaky. Oh, you objective. have no idea how good it gets in the fifth one. Because it's an open world game and you're given these objectives. So it's like you can ride a horse around to get your objective, take a vehicle and drive around, sneak into the back of an enemy's truck and hide there while they're driving through, like, security and stuff. Okay. You can, like, I think you already sold me. You sold me on this game. You said free roam, and then yeah. you said you can jump in the back of some dude's truck. And then you said horses. Oh, my God, there's so many things. Dude, what? it's actually amazing. And, like, you get a helicopter. There's just so many different ways to do anything in the game. See, from the outside looking in, you being somebody who played Metal Gear Solid and me being somebody who hasn't, um, I have no experience. So what I pictured Metal Gear Solid being is like just this pretty straight, pretty straightforward game where it's completely story-based, no free roaming, you go mission to mission, and it's heavily cut scenes. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many games where the, there's, like, so little gameplay and too many cut scenes. I pictured it being, like, one of those games. Well, that is what most Metal Gear Solid games are. Uh, mm. Five is really the exception. Okay. It's also... Five. Yeah, it, it's amazing, like I said. It gives you so many different tools to get around, do the missions. And it's really unique. Because you get more points at the end of your mission when it scores you if you don't kill people. Okay. Oh, if you don't kill people. Yeah, so it's not like a normal video game where it's like, you know, you kill everyone in a room, then you proceed. You get rewarded for stealth, which makes sense yeah. in a game like that. <clears throat> 
Yeah, so it's really uh, good in that regard. So I had it on GameCube. Wait, so what system is uh, is number five on? Five's on PS4, Xbox One, okay. and PC. Okay, thankful now, the, for that. The whole timeline is like really messed up with the series hmm yeah so maybe so i i shouldn't start with five is that what you're saying well if you go chronological order uh mm-hmm. you're starting like msx pc which is like kind of like a more advanced nes all okay. the way up to modern but if you do it like time chronologically it's like you play Metal Gear Solid three Peace Walker, Ground Zeroes, Five, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Two, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid Four. Uh, sorry, Metal Gear Solid Two, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid Four, and then Revengeance. Hmm. So it's really, really weird how they do it. Yeah, it jumps around. Yeah, you know what? Uh, as much as I do like a good like like timeline. These games, I mean, they never made the first one with the intention of like, okay, well, this is going to be not the first one. Like, they were like, this is the first Metal Gear Solid. So, in a way, yeah, I respect the timeline. And it depends on how big of a fan you are of of timelines and, and, and the franchise. And, you know, maybe Metal Gear Solid works better when it's put through that timeline, but... Like, if the first one can't... Like, this is an example, because it's probably not true. But let's say the first one came out on NES, and the newest one came out on PC. They weren't... They never made the NES one with the intention of, like, okay, now, this is actually going to be the second one, and the PC one's going to be the first one. The PC one, the one that we're going to make in 15 years on, like, 4K computers, we're going to have that be the first part of the story. if they were able to plan that that far in advance... Right? That would be insane. No, I don't think they would. Be, I don't think they could have done that because the guy who made it, Hideo Kojima, he was actually fired by Konami because of how much screwing around he would do. Hmm. So he never took it seriously. No, he took it very seriously. But oh. like, he, like the game was delayed months. Like I think seven months because he just kept trying to add new stuff. There's Mel Yourself Five. Okay, so. Have you ever heard about its nuclear ending? Metal Gear Solid 5's nuclear ending? Yeah, it was a big deal when people found out about it. So, the game has a secret ending. It has a multiplayer where you build a base, and people can invade your bases. Or you can go over to theirs and steal people. So, one of the things you can do, if you build a nuke and have it at your base, people of a certain level or below can't attack you. Okay. So, a couple years after the game came out, a leaked ending came out where if every person that owns the game had disarmed their nukes, it would trigger this new ending. Yes, bye. Okay. So the game was unfinished, but a lot of cutscenes that were supposed to like take place later after the game ended have come out. Okay. So a lot of people think that what they did was they're hiding the last bit of the game and not releasing it until the nuclear ending is achieved. That's pretty sick, though. So that's a lot of people think that's something that Hideo Kojima did. And that is actually fireworthy <laughs> when you think about it. Imagine true, how much, though. Imagine how much, if that's true, the game came out like seven years ago. Yeah. Like the amount of wasted effort. <laughs> uh, but, okay. <laughs> is this conspiracy or is this really true? Nobody knows. 
Because every okay. time that the nuclear ending has been triggered, Konami puts out this big investigation to see if it was legit or not. Well, I know one investigation I'm definitely going to put forward, and that's investigating my bank account so I can find money to buy number five because you already had me sold on it because it sounds like a good game. I'm into that style of game. But then you said multiplayer and there's bases and you can go and steal people. What? There's multiplayer now? Well, yeah, I got to warn you, the multiplayer is pretty much dead. Like, you can still invade bases, no problem. But, like, the old PvP matches... You're not really going to see those anymore, but it was really good at the time. So it was really heavily online-based multiplayer. Yeah, it's actually kind of funny, too. So there are two clans that have essentially taken over the game. One of them calls themselves the Sons of, Philanth the Sons of Philanthropy. Their entire goal is to get rid of every nuke in the game. And then the <laughs> other group, <laughs> their goal is to make as many nukes as they can. I like that, though. That's a good feud. It is. And it's like, these are just, this isn't something the developers created. This is just people that don't like each other. <laughs> the f Sons of Philanthropy. Yeah. That's pretty fun. I, I, I like I, that name. I wish I knew what the other group was called. <laughs> the Daughters Ooh. of Destruction. The Daughters of Destruction. We make nukes. We're the Sons of Philanthropy. We destroy nukes. Metal Gear Solid Five, dude. PlayStation, honestly, such a good game. Like, oh. I, I've been replaying bits and pieces of it lately, and it's still as good as it was back then. One thing I gotta say about PlayStation then and PlayStation now is this: the starting sound, even just for PS2. Let's let's go from PS2 and PS4. Because we're not going to go to the first, and we're not going to go to the most. Just for, just to switch it up a little bit, just so. Because I mean, if you're going to the first and comparing it to the, the the newest, I mean, that's just that's too, too long of a span of time. Let's go second and four. So then you only got a couple systems between. But number two, you start the system. If there's no disc in it, it goes to this little screen. Like the startup sound. There's these little lights that go in, and you. Oh, the sounds, man. When I say you start your PS2, you can, like, and I just, if I just go silent for a second, you could hear it in your head. I know you could. Oh, I, I, when you said that, PS2. I thought the noise immediately. Yeah, but now PS4, what, what kind of startup sound is that? It like, literally goes like, beep. Yeah, like literally. How, like, come on. If you're going to, okay, so, so many people are sparked nostalgically by the sound it's a known thing like so many people there's a large population who are like man i love that i miss the ps2 like why not if so many people love that and they know that so many people love that why not just have a cool startup sound like i know it's something so small and why even waste the time and effort to do it but all you really got to do is press a key on a synthesizer and like switch the filter just put in a cool sound just make it the same even yeah, why make, not just keep the same like at least make it something memorable or amp up the old sound. Take it and... Like, I want you to think of the GameCube one. How good was that? Yes, and do you remember when you held L, R, Z, and A at the startup? The the thing would spin around? Or, no, that's if you held the A button. But if you held L, R, Z, and A, it would make like a, 
a squeaky toy sound like and then it would like be like a kid laughing at the end when the square finally got to the middle did you ever do that or do you even know about that oh i did a few of those but okay it it wasn't it, it wasn't that important to me like you know what i mean because no, i was man. more interested in getting into the game yeah i know i know but dude easter eggs come on Actually, speaking of Easter eggs, you know those towers in the PS2 startup, right? Yes. Did you know that each one of those represents one game that you've played on your memory card? What? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Okay. Did you just plug in your memory card? Because I got the wheel right. Random. We got a, you said memory card, man. We said if you Oh, that's true. That's true. You plugged it in. I'm going to click. I'm going to spin it. All right, what do we got? What do we got? We plugged in the memory card. Welcome to the segment of the show, ladies and gentlemen, where as long as it comes up somehow in conversation, we have to spin the wheel. It's only unjust Josh and not Dentum here, so it's basically a 50-50 chance. Whoever it lands on has to share a memory. Let's like a go. Spinning the wheel. And I'll take a picture of it so you believe me. Cause oh, I trust you. Out. Oh, my God. It's never been me. It landed on you. I swear. Oh, right, I'm going to take a picture. All right. I love the round of applause too when it lands on the person's name. It does. Okay. It does a round of applause. It does. Yeah, I can put this in the Discord server because there is an option to do that. Okay, so this is a good one. This is years ago. I think I was like fourteen. My pop, he wanted me to go do some jobs for him at his cabin. It was stuff like building his deck, uh, stuff like that. No, tearing down his deck. So one of the things he went into this uh, shed and he pulls out all these metal-like pipes. And he says, hey, I found a bunch of aluminum. I want you to cut it up. Aluminum? So, yeah, that's exactly how he called it. Aluminum. Mm-hmm. So nice. his, yeah. his plan was to take it down to the recycling plant. So I have like an axe, and I'm like chopping this thing. It's not working. So I have to take like a saw and start sawing this thing down. And so I was working for my pop like the entire weekend. Sunday comes up. We go to my... Well, he drives me back home. He says to my dad, yeah, I found this. I'm going to go bring it to the recycling plant. And my dad starts yelling. He says, that's my boat frame. Oh, shit. (laughs) Your dad had the boat frame. So did they take it down or was it too late? I had sawed it in half, like every single piece. (laughs) Like that was thousands of dollars, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that hurts. (laughs) That hurts. Oh, (laughs) aluminum. Aluminum. The aluminum was gone. Did you at least recycle it and get some money uh, for it? I have no idea what he did with that. <laughs> he I, just cried over it for hours. I, I, you know that meme where it's like people talking about throwing batteries into the ocean. Mm. Well, no, you know car actually, batteries what? in the ocean. There's a meme about this. Yeah. No, I don't know. Okay. Well, what I was gonna say was something else happened while I was there. I, yeah. So this cabin is like right on the waterfront. So he said, handed me this engine, and he said, "Yeah, I want you to throw this into the ocean." <laughs> so I threw it into this. I threw it down into, onto the beach. It didn't go in the water, so it's just been there for like ten years. Wait, where? What beach? I want to go see this. It's in Long Harbor. Oh shit! Never mind. That's a trot. Okay, go and ahead. My dad was telling me stuff like. Yeah, I'm, uh, he's still mad about it because he, he owns the cabin now. He wants me to go there and, like, take the engine back. And it's like, I'm not doing that. Dude, <laughs> I'll go with you. Let's do it for shits. Let's go and take a picture of this. 
and like then we'll somehow get rid of it or we'll try but like i think we should do it i think we should both go and we can talk about this on a future podcast sometime be like yeah remember flashback to episode 21 we were talking about like the memory card and it randomly just came up in a memory and now we're yo we can do that little adventure we got the engine yes plus dude it's a piece of history when you think about it when you're gonna see you see that engine you're gonna be like whoa this was me i threw this down here this is like you you're not gonna want to move it because you're gonna be like yo this is like a part of history now dude there's probably like i don't know some snail that lives underneath it for safety maybe a crab lives in it that'd be pretty sick probably yeah that's where the crusty crab actually exists no, it's like a Pokemon. money, 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 money. It's like a Pokemon, just a crab in, an, <laughs> in some engine. It's Pinsir. Who's that Pokemon? Pin- Pinsir, he was a bug type. Okay, you know what? I was. I'm sorry. What about Kingler? Kingler. Yeah, Kingler. Dude, actually, can, right. I, can I tell you something really funny about Kingler too? No. Okay, so this is a Benny story. So one day he posted this picture on Facebook. And you, I don't know if you've seen that clip on Family Guy where, like, he discovers internet porn. And so he leaves his place after, like, a week of being inside. And one arm's, like, really big. The other's, yes. like, normal. So <laughs> Benny posted this picture. And in it, one arm was clearly, like, noticeably bigger than the other. Oh, shit. So I started sending him pictures of Kingler. Because <laughs> he has one claw that's, like, way bigger than the other. <laughs> and so I started saying to him, like, hey, is this a picture of you? It's Kingler Benny. Oh. I'm burping a lot. I'm sorry. That's oh, okay. I blame the Jamaicans. No, I was yawning like during the beginning. I had to drink a cup of coffee. Yeah, you got the coffee. I got my from. Woo. I had coffee before the episode, actually. I always do. Before we start this, it's just, it helps me spring into action. Yeah, I normally drink green tea. Today, I don't know what it was, but today I needed coffee so bad. I mean, I'm sure, like, I didn't get a cab last night. I just walked home from my cousin. So I think I got home, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but that's not it. I'll tell you the reason. Everybody I've seen today, and I've went to a couple places in public, I, I've, I've seen enough of the population to know that every single person I've seen is off in a little way. I'll tell you why. What? Daylight savings. Daylight savings, dude. Has that happened already? Yes. Today was daylight savings. That makes sense. Dude, it was... Okay, so it's been getting dark at like 7 p.m. And now today, I looked at the clock when it was dark. 4.30 p.m. When we were in Walmart, everybody looked like walking zombies. Everyone was like sad and depressed. And we were in the clothing store and everyone was like down in the dumps. I was like, man, everyone's kind of like fucked up here today. 4.30 rolled around. uh, 4.30 came around. The sun went down. It was pitch black by 5 p.m. I thought I was. I thought I had to go to bed. I thought it was time to go to bed. It was like the middle of the night, 5 p.m. Daylight savings is stupid this time of year. I get it. In the morning, maybe it's brighter an hour earlier. But don't you think the evening kind of makes more of an impact? Wouldn't you rather have more daylight in the evening? Fuck the morning. Yeah. Everyone's at work in the morning anyway. Who fucking cares about the daylight in the morning? Like I oh, Have you heard about like... How much money is actually saved with daylight savings time? Wait, money gets saved? Yeah. Okay, well, explain. Okay, so I heard this years ago. It's something to do with, like, people using less electricity. Mm. But everybody doing it, it ends up being, like, less than a dollar worth of money. 
That's not a dollar per person. That's like a dollar in general. But hold on. Wouldn't people use more electricity because the sun goes down sooner than you're using lights? Like four four thirty PM, people had to turn on their kitchen light to make supper. Everyone did. So how is there are we saving money? Oh I have that I have no clue. I think we're spending more. It could have be, to be right? it could be like for the uh, summer. People using mm. less electricity then? Okay, yeah. Maybe maybe the spring forward, yeah, daylight savings, not fall back. Fall back, there's definitely more money being spent. Has to be. It only yeah. makes sense. It would have to be. I, I hate daylight savings time so much. Last year, I was actually late for work one day because I didn't know. That's funny. That happens to so many people, though, I bet. Oh, it has to. It's like, I'm sure they talk about it on the news, like local news especially. Hey, make sure to set your clocks back because tomorrow's daylight savings. But I don't, I don't watch local news. I don't have television. Well, I don't have cable. So it's like, yeah, I don't either. I'm always like the last to hear about this. Just like the weather. I love this. I love it. I haven't had cable. Dude, okay. How long have I been living in this house? I've been living in this house for seven years. I'm a house owner for seven years, right? Bought a house. The first thing you do when you move into a place, what do you do? You want to watch TV. So you probably, you probably get cable, right? That's like one of the first things you do. Cable, internet. Now I got appliances and stuff already. That kind of like comes with the place, you know, whatever. That's all basic shit. But your utilities. Cable's a basic utility, you think. But not this day and age. Yeah. It's not. Like I can't really think of anyone that has it. Internet. Internet, internet, internet. Who needs cable? Who needs cable? Yeah, if we had a good like mobile phone package where it's just like data... I wouldn't even have a cell phone number. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's probably a thing. That's actually probably a thing. That's probably a thing. But there was a point to this, and I don't remember it. No. But you shared a memory, and I haven't gotten to share a memory in a long time. Actually, in fact, ever. We made this memory card thing, and I don't think I ever actually shared a memory. Well, it's only so like I feel the third one. This. It's only the third one, but you know what? Let me have my thing. So... I'll share memory anyway. Um, but yeah, shit. Now I got to think of a memory. I really just jumped the gun. Okay, never mind. I, I, thought, I, I thought of one. One time when I was 15, I don't know if you know this guy. Um, I won't say his last name, but I'll tell you like outside of this, the cast. But I'll, I'll just say Luke. Me and my friend Luke were fishing at Adam's Pond, which was a pond behind my house at the time. And Luke accidentally hooked a duck. We were fishing. No. Hooked the duck. I'm not even joking. We freaked out because we didn't want the duck to get hurt. Because, you know, we're just, you know, we didn't want the duck to get hurt. It was an innocent duck. It was a duck laying, too. It wasn't even like a full-grown duck. It was like a baby-ass duck. It was a duck. A fucking baby duck. So we couldn't reel it in really fast or not. Kind of, he reeled it in slow, which, like, still sounds cruel. But you got to stay for the end because it, it, there might be a good ending. There might not. I don't want to spoil it. So I walked out in the water, and I picked the duck up we walked door to door with luke holding the 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 still cast out fishing rod and me holding the duck with the hook in its neck because that's where we hooked it asking people for wire cutters to cut the hook and nobody in the neighborhood like wanted to help us because fuck people they suck either that or they didn't have wire cutters whatever the decision nobody could help us so we rushed to my house which wasn't our first option because it was like the furthest away from 
like where we were because basically Adam's Pond was behind my house growing up. We were on the opposite side of the street, like way down the road. So we basically, yeah, tried everybody else first, got to my place. My mom ends up helping us. Luke goes home after we get the duck settled away, of course, because, you know, he just wanted to make sure it was all good. But I think he was a little bit shaken up. Maybe like we were young, but we kept the duck as a pet. My mom managed to cut the hook and save this duck because my mom's great. You know, she's just like really good with animals yeah. and stuff. And because it was a duckling when it happened, we had minks around our area and stuff like that were just getting into trash and killing people's cats in the neighborhood and shit. So we couldn't just let it go right away as an injured duckling because I don't think it would have gotten back to his family in time or whatever. So we kept it until it was healed. And we fed it. We, we basically would let it like live in the bathtub. So anytime you go to the bathroom in our house for like a long while, there's just a duck in the bathtub like swimming around. It was just having a good time. It was kind of cool. But the duck eventually got released. So there's a happy ending of the story. We released it back in the same pond, like back in the same area. The next time we seen like a family of ducks that kind of looked familiar, but maybe it wasn't. But anyway, I think normally when a duckling gets cast aside and if it has a human interaction, it may uh, imprint to the human. So then it may not survive in the wild as good. Like there's, I'm sure there's some wildlife expert that would come in and be like, oh, that's a bad idea. You, what you did was wrong. But we actually managed to get duckling to follow that family and i swear we watched it for like the next couple days and and probably even upcoming weeks i don't know this is a long time now but we watched it and it actually stayed with that family so it got to grow up and we saved the duck we saved the duck i didn't remember what we named it but anyway that's a memory right there dude poor little guy yeah i i really pulled that one out of somewhere i was like yeah let me do a memory card but I never had anything on the top of my mind. What? I said, what do you guys feed them? I don't know. I don't know. Probably bread at the time, which nowadays you say is bad. Because, like, if you go to a duck pond, you're feeding ducks. If you feed the duck bread, it's, like, frowned upon. So don't do that. Shout out to the public. Don't go feeding ducks bread. Apparently, it's really bad. Get, like, duck feed from Walmart or something. Whatever. Well, the lady in Home Alone 2 did it, and she was the good guy. I know. And speaking of that, Home Alone 2, that's funny. There's a lady at Bowering Park that, like, every day goes and feeds the pigeons. Um, was there a duck lady in Home Alone, or was it a pigeon lady? It was a pigeon lady. Okay, so this is, okay, this is similar then. I'm glad that it's the pigeon lady in Home Alone as well. That's why when I seen this lady, like, every, every like, Christmas time when they light up Bowering Park, I go for walks and stuff, as people do in town, because there's fuck all to do on the Avalon. So you go to Bowering Park... It's lit up. It's really nice. There's a lady there that I swear looks identical to the lady in Home Alone. The pigeons, as soon as she pulls up, before she's even out of the car, the pigeons are there, like at her car, like a thousand pigeons. I'm not even making this up. That she opens scary. her trunk. Yeah, I know. She opens her trunk and she just starts throwing the pigeons, lands on her arm. I'm surprised she hasn't been on the news yet. She is the pigeon lady from Home Alone. I promise. Man. I I don't understand that. Like, yeah, maybe feeding ducks every now and then. Yeah, that sounds fun. But every day? No. Nah, this lady is down there every day. I don't know what it is. Maybe she just has, like, a connection with them. Maybe she thinks in her past life, if you believe in reincarnation, that she was a pigeon. And, like, that's, like, her family or something. I don't fucking know. She's down there. She must spend a lot of money on duck feed or, you know, whatever you feed pigeons. I know that much. I mean, I, I'm sure that stuff is actually pretty cheap. Maybe. 
But every day? True. You know what I mean? Adds up. Adds up. What is it with, like, middle-aged women especially, where they just get, like, psychotic? Hmm. Menopause. Like, like, lately I've been watching this one girl. Her name is, or, well, at least people call her Mobility Mary. So, she was this, like, 50-year-old woman in, like, a... (laughs) In one of those mobile scooters. Okay. And she would just upload these videos of her, like, driving around Los Angeles, getting, like, arguments with people. Like, she was driving her scooter in the middle of the road, something you're not supposed to do. And this guy drove past her. So she follows him to this Taco Bell drive-thru. And she goes, excuse me, you almost hit me, sir. And the guy comes out of his car, dressed up. Dressed up like he's in the L.A. Lakers. He's just yelling at her, my kids are here. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, shit. The lady was driving under a bridge, and there was, like, a homeless tent set up, like, you could clearly see it going in. And she just goes, oh, my God. I can't do anything. What am I supposed to do? She, so she takes videos of herself and does this? No, so she, she has this, like, dash cam on the front of her mobility scooter. And so... You never actually see her, but you'll see it's like a horror movie where it's like you'll see her shadow sometimes, or maybe you'll see like a really blurry reflection of her in a window. <laughs> but no, like the most you get to see like straight up are her hands. It's so, so funny watching it, thinking about it like that. Would she be considered a lol cow? I don't know, maybe. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've been having a lot of fun watching her. <laughs> but is she that viral? No, 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 she's not very viral. No. She also okay, died in a mobility scooter-related accident. Oh, she's not around anymore. No, I think I think she, it said she died in 2014. Oh, that's a long time ago. It is. She died on a place called Spider Island. Damn. Spider Island? Spider- Where the fuck is that? Spider Island in a mobility scooter-related death. That just sounds crazy. I know. Where's Where's Spider Island? What? You look it up. Sounds like something off with the Sea of Thieves. <laughs> it does. That's, speaking of that, dude, we gotta play that again soon. Dude, I got no problem with that. I haven't played that game it in a do. long time. Wait, I have a fucking idea, and it might suck, but I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna pitch it right here, live on the stream. Well, we're not live, but you know, on the stream, Shoot. on the podcast stream podcast jeez i'm so used to saying stream okay get this island time sea of thieves live episode twitch like because big mac streams too me and big mac streaming on twitch of us island time crew but you record the audio part and we don't even necessarily have to talk about the game we could still do an island time episode or where we do topics but we don't really communicate about the game. So we just kind of wing it in CFDs. Hey, that could definitely work. You know what I mean? Like, just do like an island time, like a crossover, a crossover episode. Because yeah, I, haven't, I haven't done a good Sea of Thieves. Because if you do that properly with people, that game could last a day. True. Yes. The voyage is an excursion. Like, I know you, I, I was working from home during the beginning of COVID. So my working from home, I do a physical job. So there wasn't really much we could do, but we had to contact our boss every day at like seven and say, 
hey, I'm alive. I'm up. <laughs> so right. what me and some guys used to do, we would all start playing Sea of Thieves together at like 12 a.m. Nice. <laughs> because at that point, most people were off. Yeah. Because it was so late. So we'd just do all yeah. these quests. There would be nobody to like mess with us. Yeah. Get off at like 6 o'clock, 6.30. And then I would contact my boss, say, hey, I'm awake. And then immediately go to bed. Dude, that's that's really smart. That sounds like a good time. It was. My cousin used to do something similar in high school. So he would wake up at 12 a.m., play video games, <laughs> go to school, come back from school, sleep, rinse, repeat. Fair. I like that schedule. See, if I was smart and if I could like half predict the future, I would have done that. Okay, so don't get me wrong. Hmm. I definitely stayed up late, but I didn't sleep after school. But like what I would do is like, let's start the day from the morning and then I'll explain the evening. And then, yeah. So like I would wake up, let's say the bus came at like 745. I'd wake up at like 746, fly to the bus stop with like my legs probably don't even touch the ground, miss the bus most of the time and walk to school. and then. I would like sleep in some classes, like the slack ones, like five field every now and again and whatever. I'd sleep through some courses, you know, some kids did that. Some kids could get away with it. So, cause teachers just didn't give a fuck. Like who's this guy in the class? Ah, whatever. There's enough kids to deal with. At least he's not throwing computers across the room. Okay. He's asleep. Make it to the end of the day. I go home. Fuck homework because I forgot my books anyway. In fact, I think I didn't even buy books for like two years. So, Got home, I would eat like a shit ton, and then I'd just play games until like 4 a.m., maybe 5 a.m. So I'd probably get like two hours of sleep a day, and I was wrecked. That's half the reason why I like had no, no, I don't know the right word, uh, ambition. I had no ambition. Because you were so sleepy. Because, dude, I just never rested. I didn't even know what rest was. I'd slept for two hours. Like thinking that that was enough time to recover, and because school wasn't important anyway to me. Like I was like, whatever. I just gotta be here. I guess I'll be here when I was. Cause I didn't really go most of the time. No, I absolutely get that. It's like yeah, just game out. Looking at school, especially like, I don't think that we need grade twelve. Like I think grade eleven, absolutely fine. Yeah. Like my, my grandfather I was talking about earlier, he had his grade yeah. six. Mm. Like that's as far as he got. But Straight I mean, up, and the guy yeah, was still a mechanic. The guy still like worked as a refrigerator technician. Exactly. He was scraping aluminum. Or oh, wait, how did he call Alu- it earlier? Aluminum. He was scraping aluminum from boats that your dad was building and still making a living. You don't need high school. Yeah, it really realistically it's like grade school, you know, kindergarten to grade six. I think those ones are kind of important. Like, especially learning, reading, writing, basic math. Yeah. Uh, middle school, once they start getting to the math classes where it's like finding the surface area of a sphere, that's so unnecessary. Depends on what field you go into. I'm going to play devil's advocate now. because yeah, I don't know, because I feel like if you go into anything that requires it, you yeah. can learn it then. You learn it then. But it's cool to have a prerequisite sometimes. Maybe not... 
in the early grades, like, geez, why do you need to learn about it in grade six? Like you have so many years, you have like a decade before you actually need to apply it. You're going to have forgotten it like 10 times over by then anyway. Dude, I that's forget why, by the time the exams came out. That's what I mean. That's why, but that's why I think high school, they do all these like pre, like the public's exams, they actually count towards certain credits once you get to post-secondary or university. So that's why high school is important. Here's my argument. You said kindergarten to six makes sense because that's when your brain's developing. You got, you know, you need to know basic stuff. Yeah. Let's go. Kindergarten, grade six. Middle school, cut that shit out. Give us a break. Let us actually have our childhood for a second. That's when you're kind of like, you know, you get to chill out. What the fuck am I going to do? You know, then you go to high school where it's like the prerequisites to the college and the university stuff anyway. So you start high school. Maybe then you have like half an idea because you had some time off. You seen what the world was about first. You actually had to have some real life experiences, street smarts and book smarts combined. Get to high school, then you actually have some ambition to do something. Whereas if you're going from to school from kindergarten to grade twelve, that's a long portion of your life. Give us a break. Fuck middle school. What do you even learn in middle school anyway? Fuck that. Not important. K to six, it's important. You're developing. You need to know the basics. Cut out middle school. Then you go boom. You got a break back to high school. And if you want to take a year off after high school, cool. You know, at least you have some time, you know what you want to do by then probably because you had the time off. You see what the bigger kids are doing. Hey, look, the big kids in high school, they got actually something on the go. You know, they have a job now. They know what they want to do because they had this time to look up to their peers. Whereas you're, what are you doing in middle school? What is, what do they teach you in middle school? I don't even remember. All, all those things are, it's like a free babysitter, a free babysitter. It is. It is. Yeah. Like that's why see stuff like those Ontario teachers talking about how they need more money. Mm. Like, yeah, I get people need more money right now with inflation, but mm. those guys for what they do get paid pretty well already. True. Especially yeah, once true. you start looking at benefits, it's almost impossible for them to get fired. Yeah. Like we went to public school. We're not even talking about like Ivy league yeah. or, you know, create like, you know, just, okay madly expensive unnecessary education levels it's like we were talking about five field weeks ago like i love the man but should he have been teaching people how to use power tools maybe because get this while he may have been um unable to control the room he still teaches that's crazy he must have some level of tolerance and patience they look for that in teachers right they see this guy oh what's his background what was his background before holy spirit because i know after holy spirit his resume looks pretty wild what did he live through and he still decides to teach to this day that shows his strength and character shout out mr fivefield i love you scott he <laughs> is scotty too honey <laughs> He is Fourfield the legend. Do you remember how mad he would get whenever somebody called him Scott? Oh, dude. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> like it, Scotty. It, yeah, legit. He was just saying, Scotty, he'd, get, he'd flip at you. I mean. Well, yeah, most people would just call him Fiefs. <laughs> yeah, Fiefs. Or, or Fiffles. Fiffles. Fifi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like he wasn't a great, like he was great at teaching. No, I can't even lie. Yeah, but like... 
he still teaches. He has tolerance. He has patience. I, I, I don't know, know how many therapists he has. But because his classroom is like a jungle every year. Yeah. Imagine, he learns life lessons every year. Imagine every year. You have to deal with five different groups of 30 people whose entire – every day. And their only goal <laughs> is to ruin your day. True. Yeah, and he's still there. He's epic. That dude's epic. I wouldn't be still there. Uh, yeah, I, I would have quit a long time ago. I would patience to, do what, to deal with five field deals with every day. That's what I mean. Because I, I feel like I would also encourage it a little. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'd just join in. I'd get fired. <laughs> yeah, I'd be stacking chairs with them. Yeah, I'd just get fired. Mm-hmm. Five Fields legend. He is the legend. Dude, he's a legend. He really is. He truly, truly is. Do we have any topics going into the topics? Uh, so we did the fast food items. We right. also had most disappointing game. Oh, yeah. So we just kind of did it, and we did what's new. Memory card was in there. We threw that in. Yeah, I think we're we, just about done today. Dude, we killed it, and we didn't even try to. Yeah, what a coincidence. Big Mac's not here, and everything goes well. Oh, shout out to the Big Mac daddy. Big Mac. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll be here for episode 22. I'd hope Smelly so. Sev. Smelly Sev bailed this episode, but who knows? Maybe episode 22 could be a, a reunion of sorts. Yeah, that's crazy, actually. Sev completely skipped the teen episodes. He did. He did. Yeah, he was, he was ready for the roaring 20s. Right. Yeah, hopefully he'll be on next week. Listen, hopefully guys. so. Thanks for coming down to another episode of Island Time. You know the drill. You can find us on our social medias. Yes. Well, I, you probably can't find me on social media. But where you can find me is Twitch. In your heart. Well, in your heart, you know, in your heart first. Actually, find me on Twitch first because I'll get paid for it. Then in your heart. True. Um, unjust Josh. Uh, we used to do Sunday Funday, Dr. Big Mac and I, but he's a man of education now, speaking of education. So this is why, this is why he's temporarily unavailable for us. But I know that once he has the education, he will be able to add to the podcast even more because there's some good reason. And I'm, and I'm going to save that for when I actually know what it is. But get this, Island Time. Let's go.